Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sketchfest. Gus is currently <laughs> rubbing his ass on my microphone, so. I hope you get pink eye, bitch. Oh, I, I hope that. you get Here, pink eye. Me... Can, you, can you look at this, his, his nutsack his real quick? <laughs> I look at it every day. He puts it directly into my face. Ow. Why are you biting me? Because he's on one. Say hi, Gus. Say hi. <laughs> all right, that's all you'll get. You know what? Yeah. We're on another great episode of <laughs> Sketchfest. <laughs> um, I am your co-host, Josh. The Magistrate of Beef. Magistrate of Beef. And I'm the forehead. We bring it raw every day. Mm-hmm. I'm the forehead Chelsea. <laughs> With the weird spelled head. No, name. <laughs> weird spelled name. <laughs> the, See, the weird lo- spelled head. They- you heard Shut it here, folks. First, up. folks, the weird spelled head. The weird spelled head. See, I'm fucking. I'm dumb. Like, <laughs> I'm dumb. It's okay, buddy. We accept everyone on this podcast for who they are. Did you call me your buddy? We talked about this. We are don't we mention buddies? that. Can you fucking yeah. stop? One time, Josh said I was his friend. So only once, though. So I don't know yeah. how. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know if it meant anything or not, but this I'll was, take what I can get. I was having a mental breakdown. <gasps> oh. See a therapist about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll See just jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. Anyway, fuck you. Let's do this thing. What's uh fuck it? What are we ball. talking about today? What's today's topic? So I today's, honestly have no clue. Dude, today's topic is lit. So I'm like really into this topic. And I stay up to date on it. And it's like fucking insane. It's okay. insane. All right. So. What's this topic on? So today's episode <laughs> is about adventures with purpose. I mean, don't most adventures have a purpose? Well, yes, but some are more like purposeful than others. And this happens to be one of them. Okay. So I guess explain. Okay. What is this Adventures with Purpose? So Adventures with Purpose is an underwater search and recovery team. Um, So they're like a dive team. So they were founded by Oregon-based Sam Ginn and Jared Lysak, or Lysak, however the fuck you say it. I thought you were going to say Jared Leto. (laughs) Jared Leto. Yeah, no, he was a part of that. Um, so this was founded in 2019. So it's like not even that dated. A couple and of years, that's what it. what they've done has been incredible. Um, I will say towards the end of this, there is a trigger warning where it's there's a little bit of a controversy. But for the most part... Here at Sketchfest, we love controversy. We love controversy. Are you in one right now? No. You should be. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> you, cool. <laughs> I don't be, think so. If I, I am, somebody tag me and let me know. Should I start a rumor about you? So I can, let's go. <laughs> I mean, I already have rumors around the ladies, but you know, it's uh-huh. never a bad thing. Can confirm. No. Well, anyway. So yeah, so they were founded. <laughs> you in, can what? <laughs> they were founded in 2019 by these two fellers. Um, so Sam. Fellers or felons? Fellers. Uh, one now. of them does for end now. Up, yeah, one of them does end up having an issue. But I do digress. I do want to state before I even talk about all of the controversy later that I fucking love this group, and it's just one bad egg that kind of just. But like the way that the team handled it was mm-hmm. like perfect, perfect. But 
we'll get there. So anyways, so the team, Adventures with Purpose, they originally began as an environmental cleanup agency that would locate and remove cars that were like polluting waterways. So okay, there's like a lot of cars at the bottom of water, like... Which is very odd. That's not where they belong. It's not where they belong. But, you know, sometimes it's an accident. Sometimes right. it's like purposeful, um, which we'll get into. But I do know that a lot of places that have like bodies of water and like their climate is usually pretty dry. And then like something happens. It does like I think it was at the bottom of Kentucky or something. There was a river and right above the river, they had, like, a nice little park and, like, a bunch of, like, venues for shit. And there was a parking lot right there. Mm-hmm. And one day, a storm just randomly rolled in, and it took all those cars into the lake. There Damn. was, like, 43 cars in the lake. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So which that's on, what I mean by, like, uh, which an accident. <laughs> on a side note, um, if you have a vehicle or a boat that is found in the water and it's not from something like that, EPA fines are like 200 grand. So like if you have a canoe that they find at the bottom of like a pond and the EPA does an inspection, it's a six-figure fine. Fuck, how do you know that? Because my buddy just bought a boat. And, and he, he sank bought, it? He, he bought a, it was a heavily used boat that needed some attention. It was an older, it was an older yacht and found out that it was hard to insure because it wasn't necessarily safe to put on the water. And they mm-hmm. were talk, telling code. them, they're like, yeah, if this capsizes, it's like a one to $200,000 fine just to take it out of the water. Mm-hmm. And it's that, called and Adventures that's, with Purpose. Which is kind of like the, the whole, uh, the, the captain sinks with this boat. Like, because if the you live for that, you're going to be. The ship, all hands on decks and hip dip. So, anyway. Appalachia. <laughs> I am Appalachian as fuck. But anyways, um, continue. That's crazy, though. I did not know that. Yep. The EPA do be doing stuff. Owning boats is expensive. Um. Yeah, that's why they usually say it's about another thousand. Yep, it's six hundred and fifty bucks a month for insurance. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I'm shook that Frank has a boat. I'm like, Frank, pick me up. I love Frank. Shout out Frank. Shout out Frank. I was we bummed love I didn't Frank. see him at, over the weekend because I only went for that tied down pre-show. He went for the whole show. You, you know, her. tied down Detroit. Yeah. They trapped under ice and gorilla biscuits. Mm. I love Frank. Frank's great. Also straight edge supremacy. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. Basically, their whole premise was that we we're going to start by like cleaning up waterways. So started out really fucking harmless. Um, at the beginning, there was only a couple people. But there was this one named Doug Bishop. And Doug is a diver, and he just so happens to also be, or at least was, a manager at a towing company. I wonder if he could teach me that, Dougie. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, he's a manager of a towing company at one point, um, and obviously, he knows a lot about towing, mm-hmm. which does come into play. So, he became a very strong team member, but he ended up joining the team. Shut the fuck up. Whatever you're giggling about, shut up. Anywho. <laughs> Please. What? <laughs> Is towing like the 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 like straight to DVD sequel fingering? Dude, get fucked. Ugh. Fuck off. Ugh. 
Anywho, during the search and removal escapades, they ended up finding two bodies in the cars that they found. So this ended up leading them to kind of looking at like search and like rescue papers or like articles and like missing people documents or like lists, archives, whatever the fuck they're called. Um, so they kind of started looking at those like, hey, we found these bodies. Let's see if they're, you know, like anyone that is being actively looked for or right. maybe like the search right. might be over um, because a lot of cold cases of like, oh, hey, this person went missing in 2006. You know, it's 2023. They're not as high on the priority list anymore, which is sad. But all of those, you know, leads are still mm -hmm. available. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But. So they ended up finding these two bodies, which kind of led them to like searching for like, hey, is this person missing? Is anyone looking for him? And they were kind of like cross-referencing those articles with what they found. So this would lead them to kind of like cross-referencing license plates that they find or like if the license plates were gone. Because license plates, honestly, after a couple of years, they do degrade quite a bit underwater. Right. Especially if it's in like an active area where like there's a lot of tides or something um, or a lot of boat activity. A lot of boat activity will like rip cars to shreds underwater. Yeah. Obviously not good for the boat. But so upon them finding these two bodies, um, this kind of like blossomed into a new journey uh, where they kind of set out to bring these people home to their families. So it blossomed from like just cleaning shit up mm -hmm. to let's bring people home. And they got really good at it really fast. It's crazy that people had to go out of their way to create this and like public service isn't just like, I don't know, naturally doing this. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you look at the things like the military, somebody dies in action, they make sure that they bring them home. Oh yeah. No matter Quick as fuck. No matter what. If he, if he, if he died the week prior in fire, they will go back a week later and make sure that he makes it home. But mm -hmm. here in America, they're like, oh, capsized underwater like we'll yeah. just leave them yeah yeah that's just crazy they're already gone fuck it you know right, we'll get to right. it when we get to it but that actually brings up a good point because this team has done so much for this country and what really just like is so crazy is the fact that these people that go missing their families are actively searching giving like very good leads of like Maybe they take this route every day to work or maybe mm -hmm. this is where this person lives and they visit them a lot. Search in these areas where are the bodies of water that were near. And a lot of these bodies that this team has found were in places that law enforcement has looked, quote unquote. They have looked. And these, this group, they find them where they actively searched That's, you didn't search hard enough. right that adventures of purpose was actually here not too long ago looking in lake erie for somebody really mm -hmm. dang i want to meet doug bishop so bad he's the best he's great but anyway off topic the group to date from 2019 when they started kind of like when they first found their bodies mm -hmm. the two bodies um they have found 29 bodies and brought them home dang mm-hmm and that's since 2019. In four years, they have found 29 people that have been missing. That, and the, a couple that. of them have been missing since like 2000 something or 1992. There's one of them in here, 1992. Which is crazy. I mean, how much tax money do our public services get? And 
we have these people who are just creating this foundation on their own who can find these bodies that mm-hmm. I don't know police and forensics don't yep. like it's nonprofit and mm. they have already found so many bodies that were quote unquote actively searched for no the fuck they weren't no the fuck they weren't ain't no fucking way so this group currently sits at 2.9 million followers or subscribers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got about 484 videos. So obviously they've only found 29 bodies. But a lot of these videos end up being like a series of, right? hey, we spent this whole week searching this one area. Sorry, didn't find them. Next week, you know, here's another video of we searched these areas. And... It's not every day that they find one, obviously. It's not every day that they find shit. But their most recent case that they found um, was heartbreaking. Absolutely fucking heartbreaking. So we'll get to that later. How many people does this like consist of? So I have it in here. um, I believe it's about five of them. It's like a group of five. But I will say with all of the controversy that happened, it did kind of fluctuate a little bit. Right, right. That is mentioned here. Well, it is cool that they do it on YouTube because they, I mean, they're at that point, it's just self-funding. I mean, obviously they have to spend Mm -hmm. a lot of money on resources to go to these places or even get permits to do Mm -hmm. this kind kind of thing mm-hmm. you know yeah so um they actually are nonprofit, so they accept absolutely no rewards no um like funding none of that the only revenue that they make doing this is from their social media platforms okay and i will say the way that they film these is like one heartbreaking obviously but yeah. two it's very respectful so even with the controversy that we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. that person that's involved in the controversy is very professional about dealing with this. So you're saying it's unlike the Logan Paul. So it's definitely not Japan. like Logan Paul. I was just thinking about that. So the way that they did it was in a way that one, they get to benefit, like reap the benefits of, hey, we found this person. Here's the entire documentary of like what we did. Right. They blur out any bodies that they do find, but the way that they do it is like very, and I don't know, it's just like, it It just like brings you in. It's like very, it keeps your attention, right. attention grabbing, mm-hmm. but with a lot of respect to the families. There have been some cases of them finding these bodies though, where it's like, it's hard to get law enforcement on the same page as them. So we'll talk about that in a little bit, but like, what the fuck? I can't. So anywho, here's how it's done, right? So when the group sets out to find someone that has gone missing, they end up receiving a lot of like tip-offs from the general public of, you know, someone that they know or like, hey, I know this person, they kind of live around here. They, you know, like I was saying earlier, they take this route a lot from work to school or whatever the fuck it might be. So they get a lot of these tips and sometimes they're helpful, sometimes they're not, but It's a thought that counts, so. Through these tips, the group then begins their own plan by utilizing like maps or like Google Maps to find bodies of water in areas that may not be traveled to a lot or traveled by a lot. So they typically will go like, okay, they live here and they work here, someone's here. Let's look within that whole perimeter to see what kind of bodies of water there are. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Typically, the team will have a few targeted areas to explore, and it's never just like cut and dry. So it's like, here's a million different bodies of water. Let's go look and see what they look like. And a lot of the times they'll have like, say they have 10 targeted areas on the map that they want to search. They'll go to like five of them and it's like a puddle. 
They're like, we can see to the bottom. There's not a fucking car. Right, there. right. So it is nice to be able to, you know, it's nice to be able to like rule those out. So then right. it narrows the search. It gives you more time to actually explore bodies of water that might be pertinent. Right. You know, so things well, that and they- I'm sure that could also help for like in the future- cross-referencing in yeah. case they have to come mm-hmm. back to the same area. Exactly. For... And they do cross-reference a lot with like local townspeople to like, hey, this little creek is dried up. Does it ever fill? Does the weather ever affect mm-hmm. how these bodies of water, you know, operate? Right. So they typically look for things that include like boat ramps. Boat ramps right. are a big thing. So I have this thing and I don't know if like a lot of other people kind of like deal with it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they do, but I have terrible astigmatism. And I know a lot of times whenever I'm driving in like a new area, I get really nervous, especially if there's not a lot of like streetlights or something. I'm like, is that a body of water? Is that a puddle? Like, what is that? Right. And then a lot of the times, like if you live, like we live close to Lake Erie, like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of places where you're like, is that a boat ramp or is that a sidewalk? Or like, what is this? So a lot of times these things might be mistaken and it just ends up being like a tragic thing right so they look for a lot of like boat ramps um they look for a lot of like windy cornered like roads or corners whatever um and they look for areas that have maybe damage like if there's a uh, guardrail that's all fucked up why why so they do a little bit of digging about that um or they actually look at a lot of like rural areas so a lot of the times people go missing uh in like bodies of water quietly because the areas aren't visited as much so they recently found a body that was in a car that was in a lake at the end of like a cul-de-sac that was being built and it just so happened that it ended up kind of what they believe it was was like an accident like they went down the wrong road and the road ended in the lake oh because it was a new mm -hmm, all of those houses are not filled yet so nobody Bloody. heard the splash. Nobody heard the chaos. Right. So it's really sad. It kind of reminds me of, uh, I used to live out in Chippewa Lake. And oh, it's a, Chippewa. It's a, it's a small area, but they find people go missing every year, and then they show up in the lake like a year later. It's but crazy. it's that small town. You know how many bodies are in Lake Erie? Not enough. Oh. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. So. Uh, probably a lot more than I would even consider. I mean, I didn't even, I don't know. The thought of like people being in bodies of water was never really a thing until like since COVID. I mean, a lot of people have been found in Lake Erie, at least to my knowledge. Well, they also think there's a serial killer in Cleveland. Right. Since COVID. Um, a lot of people that I know know a lot of people that have been found in Lake like Erie. Me. Yeah. Like me. Um, me and Booch. But it, it, exactly, that's exactly. Me and Booch. Yeah. So it's like. Bitch, I'm right here. Right. Address the room. Sorry. But yeah, no, it's so weird because I never really thought about people being in bodies of water until this page, like this YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they started in 2019, 2020, 2021, kind of everything was shut down. Right. You know, granted, they opened a lot of things back up in 2021, but it was still like very cautious. Like people didn't want to go anywhere. So... They had a lot of time to like do shit on un- like uninterrupted, you know. Yeah. So, and a lot of people are watching YouTube, so that was a perfect time to start a YouTube channel. I will say that. Good marketing. Good marketing, AWP. True. So, anywho, I never really thought about it until this page, and now it's like it haunts me. I will not step foot in Lake Erie. Yeah. No. 
I mean, first off, you can see the runoff from the, you know. The sewage, sewage plant, plant is right there. God you forbid you go to Whiskey Island. It smells like you're diving through dog shit. And people are like, oh, we're on the beach. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, you just fucking surfed through poo-poo to get there. Right. <laughs> like, you took your canoe through a shit mountain to get there. You're disgusting. Like- and not even that. It's the fact, too, that, like, one, Lake Erie is known for shit just washing up. Yeah. And two, it seems like every other week we have some sort of alert where it's, like, there's a dangerous amoeba in there. Or there's, like, uh, bacteria that can cause this, this, and that. And it's, like, mm-hmm. it's fucking gross. Drain it. <laughs> Drain it. Drain it and build a new city. See, that is why I don't. I don't swim in anything I can't see the bottom of. I don't swim in anything because I'm allergic. Well, yeah. I mean, if you were to go in the ocean, they would just accept you as a whale. Because you just, Do you just call because, me fat? Well, because you just swell up, right? <laughs> right? I would get uncontrollable hives. And my doctor advised me that I should so look that's into. That's so itchy. Yeah. So I've got I got Benadryl if you need some. Like an excess of Benadryl. Hey, if anybody has it starts like itching after hanging out with Chelsea, um. I'm allergic to everything, dude. You can take that up with her lawyer. Uh. <laughs> it was uh. the ginger ale. Wait, so if you're allergic to water, does that mean you technically can't drown because you would just swell up and float? No. My doctor wants me to get a fucking EpiPen, and she advised me on anaphylaxis. So I could just straight so, up so, die. So if you want to go swimming, you have, you, you, you have to you have to hit yourself with an EpiPen before you get in the water. No. no. It would be after if anything happened. No. So I'm not allowed to swim alone. And uh, showering is fucking miserable. I but I still say, do yeah, it. That's why she uh, smells every now and then. I she do can't, not she, smell. Because she, she can't shower every day. I don't smell. I smell good. She may not be allowed in the Maria, but she smells like one. Fuck you. Kiss my ass. Anywho, back to the fucking story, bitch. All right, continue. Okay. So when the team has their sights set on a target, they will then set out on the waters in small inflatable boats. Um, They use, I think it's called like deep sonar, sonar or something. I don't know. I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so they use sonar to see what's at the bottom. They have this really cool like system though that it's like a triple whammy. So they can do kind of like one of those, like, you know, have you ever seen like on a boat? It's like that, those green lines. And they're like, oh, there's something there. Oh, it's like a little blip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they've got one of those and it's all built in. So they got that. They've got the sonar where it basically takes pictures of everything from top down. And then they have it to where not only will it take it top down, but it'll go outwards. So it can see things like if you're looking at a car. They do the top down and it just looks like a square, right? Or right. like a rectangle. They do that side to side one and you can actually see like the hood or whatever. So just the sonar would be the green blip stuff. Just well, so you know, because it uses sound. Sound doesn't take pictures. It's sonar and radar shit. I forget what it's called. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. She's trying to read. She's working on it. I'm doing a great job so far. <laughs> Don't look at my handwriting. It's bad. Anywho, so if sonar scans show like an object of interest, they will do some more additional scanning like I was just talking about. So they will initially, if they find a target, 
what they do is they drop one of them like heavy duty magnets onto it. And if it sticks, they know it's metal. So immediately they're off to a good start. There are times where they see something like on the radar where they're like, what the fuck is that? And it ends up just being like a big log or something. Right. So if it sticks, they know it's metal. So then they go from there. So first things first, they do more scanning. They kind of get those side by sides, those top downs, whatever they can. They drop the magnet so that one, they don't lose the target, and two, it actually helps them get to the target. So at the end of the magnet is a buoy, and this kind of helps for, especially if they do find something that needs to be retrieved, um, you know, law enforcement comes and they're like, Mm -hmm. the buoy, right there. Right. Right? So, um, like I said, it helps for like easier access and retrieval. Once this is done, they will end up diving to the target They will identify whether or not it's a vehicle. If it is, they will do a search of the entire vehicle. So their search kind of includes, one, is it a car? Is it what? Like, what color is it? What make and model is it? Right. They look for all four windows or all of the windows, I guess, because there's technically six. But they look to see if any of them are open, if they're all closed, if any of them are shattered, anything Mm -hmm. like that. Because you really don't know what happened. Right. But they look for all those, especially they look for the windows because if for any reason there is a body inside, when you go to retrieve it and pull it out of the water, if the windows are up, it helps contain everything in there. Mm-hmm. If windows are open, you run the risk of losing bits and pieces. Right. So it's a toughie. Once they've done all that, they also go, like I said, they look for the make and model. What is it? But they also go and look for the license plate. Once they see the license plate, you know, underwater, sometimes it's hard to like get feedback and say like, oh, it's this number or whatever. They'll take it off. They'll take it back up. They'll surface and be like, here's the license plate. Look for this on the database. See what it is. Yada, yada. Right. Um, But nine times out of 10, it's something a little more sinister. Um, Honestly, I would say probably about like 2% of the time is actually like body related. A lot of the times it's like dumps or stealing right stolen cars and shit but if they do get a license plate they bring it up they cross-reference they do find that it is a match for a missing person they then will contact law enforcement so when they call law enforcement they say like hey we've got this this is matched to a body and usually if there's a body in there they will know right away yeah so they would say like hey we got this car it has a body in it it's it's connected to this missing person um, we've identified it. We have the magnet on it. It is ready to go. If you guys want us to help you, we can hook it up to the tow trucks. Um, if not, we'll let you guys take over. If the vehicle matches a missing person's profile, they are going to call those police. And since Doug, you know, he's a manager yeah. of a tow truck company, when they find a car, Sometimes underwater, there's like a weird embankment where like it just goes straight down. Yeah. So they're able to tell from their sonar and their radars and all that how far down it is. And since Doug knows a thing or two, he could be like, oh, we need a wrecker or whatever. So that's like the big crane that pulls it out. Right, So he's a really good tool because he'll know exactly what kind of, you know, equipment is needed. But since they're all divers as well... They're really good about making sure that the car can be hooked up properly. They're doing their damn thing. They know a thing or two. Mm-hmm. So like I said, after that, you know, they're all well equipped with dive equipment. Doug understands towing. Most of the time, the law enforcement will um, kind of let them know like, hey, we want you to prepare it and we'll bring it up. Or if it's like easier access 
the cops will be like, just bring it up and we'll be there in a minute right. type shit. So it really just depends, like case by case. Mm-hmm. I know we kind of mentioned it earlier, but I did want to throw it back in here. Like I said, they make no money off of this. So all of their rem- revenue is from like the internet, but they also sell merch and their merch is kind of dope. So if you are interested in Adventures with a Purpose, I would suggest looking at their merch because they make their own like seatbelt cutters or... They're window poppers. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So they make a lot of money off of that because like... I mean, those are essential things to have they in are. a car in general. Because like if you are in a car going underwater, first things first is like there's a lot of pressure. You're not going to be able to open that door until it's fully submerged. Right. And even if, okay, right. rolling the windows down, it's going to be a tough one. So if yeah. you can't roll your shit down and you can't open your door, hopefully you can get out of your fucking seatbelt because nine times out of ten... That force of hitting the fucking water, you know, hitting water at a high speed is like hitting a fucking brick wall. Right. You know, that's like when people jump off of bridges, Mm -hmm. like hitting a fucking pavement. Like having a seatbelt cutter is essential. And if you can't open those windows or those doors, you need a popper. I personally, a lot of people say like take the, the headrest off the thing and like hit it. I don't think that would work. I really don't. No, because the I'm thing with the popper is also like you're underwater, so there's already resistance. So if you're trying to physically hammer something, you're yeah. actually... It's like trying to punch in your dream. Right. Exa- <laughs> I mean, exactly. Exactly. Mm. So at least having a, a popper takes that work I out hate getting in fights in my dreams. Shit pissed me off so bad. I used to be like that. Now I just fight people in my dreams. I fight the hat man. He owes me money. So are you sure? I think you owe him money. Look, logistics, okay? <laughs> Um, anywho, the team typically is going to deal with cold cases because a lot of the times these cold cases, like they're forgotten about, but their family never fucking forgets. Right. You know. They're forgotten about by public service, not. Mm-hmm. They're forgotten in the public eye. Yeah. But it's like their families are still hurting. Right. So they usually will deal with cold cases, but they have also offered their services in some like higher profile cases. So, a recent high-profile missing persons case that they dealt with fucking rocked the world. Like, it was crazy. So, on August 6th of 2022, a girl named Kylie Rodney, she is 16 years old. She went missing from a campground. Okay? So, she went missing from Prosser Family Campground, which is near, like, Lake Tahoe. Okay. So, like, in California. Right. Um, this was a hundred miles northeast of Sacramento, which I believe that's where she was from. So Kylie, uh, when she went missing, they kind of treated it as like an abduction because she can't be found and her car can't be found. She's 16 also. I was going to say, yeah, and her age. Yeah. So it was being treated as an abduction, but Adventures with Purpose kind of stepped in to like say, what if it's underwater? Because usually if you can't find a car... And you can't find the person associated with it. Yeah. You know? You know? So look underwater, you know? Because that's like not a very populated area. Nobody's fucking going diving on a Sunday. Right. Well, usually. Um. So anyways, they treated it like an Baptism. abduction. I was baptized. All right. So I am the you new owner of Sketchfest Podcast. When you think it's holy. That's probably why you're allergic to it. Because I'm a fucking demon? Yeah. I'm a diamond? Whatever, I fuck with it. So, <clears throat> any hoosers. Um, so on August twenty first of twenty twenty two, Miss Kylie and her car 
were discovered. So they were uh, found within the search area that the cops actually kind of like set into place. Hmm. But they couldn't find her. Weird. Hmm. So she was found in that search zone that the law enforcement fucking chose, right? Her car was found about 14 feet down in the Prosser Lake and it was upside down. Which really isn't that deep. No, it's not that deep. That's like a pool essentially like you know like you go to a public it's like pool, two of you the, yeah yeah wow yeah 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 so yeah she was found 14 foot deep and um the team when they discovered that they actually found that it was kind of slipping down an embankment mm-hmm. so they originally were like okay we think she landed about 11 feet but it ended up kind of traveling three feet deeper since she had made it into the water right so they found her the family is forever grateful and i mean when you think about it they only found her like two weeks later or something yeah yeah like two-ish weeks so that just goes to show how like the cops were like yeah she's gotta be in this area find her then 14 feet that is not deep if i were to jump in a 12-foot pool my feet would have touched it realistically i jump you know what i'm saying like that's not deep yeah. It's not like it's the bottom of Lake Erie. Which is 300 feet deep. And there's salt mines underneath it. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah. They have done a lot of good. And they found Kylie Rodney literally two weeks after she fucking disappeared. Which I think is incredible. But <clears throat> they've also found a lot of other people. So, they have found, like I said, 29 people. And... Their first person that they found was in 2019 when they first started, and his name was Nathan Ashby. So he went missing uh, July 31st of 2019, so he was found maybe like five-ish months later. Mm -hmm. So then they found in 2020, they found uh, Timothy Robinson and Nicholas Allen. Uh, Robinson had been missing since 2008, so 12 years. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Robinson, he was 56, been missing for 12 years. They found him in 2020. Nicholas Allen, they also found in 2020, but he had gone missing February 20th. He was found October 1st. He was 17, which is a bomber. In 2020, they had like their first like eye catching, like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy shit. Mm -hmm. They found this kid named Ethan Kazmerzak. And he was 22. I watched the video on that and it was like heartbreaking. But the most heartbreaking one I'm saving to the end because ouch. Oof. Ouch. They found those two in 2020. 2021, they found quite a few bodies. They pretty much found like most of their bodies in 2021. So 2021, they found Bill Simmons, who was 57. He had been missing for... Just about six months. So he went missing June 15th of 2020. They then found Antonio Amaro Lopez, who was 57. He had gone missing February 14th of 2021, and he was found three days later. Dang. Yeah. They also had Tammy Goff, who was 59. She went missing July 12th of 2018. She was found May 14th of 2021. They then found Richard Ritz, who was 74. Dang. He went missing in September of 2020, so September 13th of 2020, and he was found June 3rd of 2021. They then found John Zarkowski, who was 72. 
He went missing September 4th of 2021, and he was found September 22nd of 2021. Then we had Nadine Moses, who was 84. She went missing May 4th of 2021. She was found September 25th of 2021. We had Charles Fluerty, I think is how you say that. 57 years old. Went missing October 19th of 2014 and was found October 5th of 2021. They then found Carrie Mae Parker, who is 23 years old. She went missing March 17th of 1991 and was found October 16th of 2021. Then we have Thomas Thornton, and he was 72. He went missing March 24th of uh, 2021, was found October 24th of 2021. Then this next one is real sad. Um, This isn't the, like, super sad one, though. I mean, they're all sad, but, like, this one sucks because of what it is. But in 2021, they found... 19-year-old Samantha Hopper with her one-year-old daughter, Courtney Holt. Damn. Yeah. So, ouch. They had been missing since 1998. Holy shit. 1998 to 2021. Yeah. I'm not going to try math again. 23 years. Fuck. Yeah. That's really sad. And, like, the baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's That's so sad. So following that, about two months later, they found Jeff Shepard, who was 30 years old. He went missing March 14th of 2018, was found December 5th of 2021. We had Stephanie Torres, who was 42, went missing December 21st of 2017 and was found January 19th of 2022. This next one. Oh. She was so cute. Like her pictures that they posted. Her name was Annie Lee Hampton. She was 66 years old and she went missing October 10th of 2019 and she was found January 28th of 2022. Um, I, if I'm believing correctly, if I remember, I believe that the family said that she was, she had dementia. That's rough. Real rough. So she honestly could have just been confused and right. made a fatal error. Yeah. So, yeah, that one is kind of sad. We then found Margaret Jan Shoop Smith, who was 59 years old. She went missing April 2nd. Yeah, April 2nd of 2021. and was found February 2nd of 2022. Then we had James, uh, I want to say it's Amibel, um, Amibel, something like that. He was 38. And he went missing December 4th of 2003 and was found March 19th of 2022. We then had Diedrich Smith and he was 26, went missing October 4th of 2006, was found April 1st of 2022. We had Matthew Jed Hall, who was 16. He went missing January 22nd of 2018, was found May 1st of 2022. We then had Ralph Brown, who was 77, went missing May 16th of 2021, was found May 13th of 2022. Then, like I just said, we had Kylie Rodney. So she was 16, went missing August 6th of 2022, and was found August 21st of 2022. We then had Donald, I want to say it's Meiser. He was 34. Went missing October 15th of 2006. Was found October 5th of 2022. Then we had this one. I remember this episode so vividly and it like hurt my feelings. But there's this dude named Todd Domino and he was 54. 
He went missing September 30th of 2022 and was found October 8th of 2022. That episode was rough. Yeah. When they found him removing the car was just like, ugh. And like he had a granddaughter that was like his BFF. And it was just like, ugh, my heart strings. But then there was um, two more that I don't know why they're not mentioned in front of that one. But um, there were two more. Their names were Levita and Robert Proctor. So they were an elderly couple and they went missing. It's the information's not on here, so I don't right. have that. But they had went missing and they got found together. So when you add all these up, it is at 29. Right, right. But for some reason, they didn't put that on here. The last one is the most recent one. And it is the one that hurts the fucking most. There's a kid named Jacob Van Zant, And he was 24. He went missing in February. So February 17th of 2023. And he was found April 15th of 2023. But the way that they did this was they honestly found him quite quickly. But what they were doing was they were scanning the lake that he was found in, in California. So they're scanning the lake and they see the vehicle. And like I was talking about earlier, they did the top down photo. So they can see that there's like this big rectangle. They're like, that's probably a car. Like, let's put it. Right. You know, let's let's do some more scans and then we'll put the magnet on it. When they did the side by side pictures, the side by side scans. I shit you not, it's like the most haunting, like daunting fucking photo you'll ever see. You see the car and then you see something sticking out of it. And it's like this, like it looks like, you know, like that um, stereotypical like hangman pose that people do. Yeah. It looks like that. So in the video, they're like, what the fuck is that? Please tell me that's not what I think it is. So they hooked it and it was metal. So they're like, all right, it's something. We got to go check it out. They go to the bottom to inspect whatever it is, and sure as shit, there is a body hanging out of the window, and it was Jacob Van Zandt. He tried to escape. Yes, that's fucked up. That's got to be fucked up. I mean, it's it's always got to be fucked up to pull up bodies, but something like that, I mean, that's like... That hurts so bad because like you know that they were trying their hardest to get the fuck out of there. Right. But... I mean, I don't know the details of it because they didn't really go too far into it. I think that personally, he might have got like his foot caught on something to where it was like, oh, yeah. And then at that point, you're struggling for your life. You're, you can't breathe. So it's like panic mode. There's a lot going on. And it's just like, it's so sad. I'll mm -hmm. show you the photo afterwards. And we will post the photo. But um, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Another kid that was on here that I want to talk about real quickly because he wasn't mentioned on the like on that list but there was this kid named nicholas allen and he was a young one i think he was like 17 or something like that mm -hmm. maybe um that video was fucked because adventures with purpose was literally like they were recruited by the family because they're like this fucking they were like the law enforcement's not doing anything for us like they will not do shit. And they were like, we think we know the area he's in. It's just one, we don't have a boat. Two, we don't have sonar. Three, we don't know how to dive. Like, right. we're not getting any help. So the family, obviously they didn't hire them because they don't accept money. But they were like, we need your help. So right. Adventures with Purpose went out to the area where the family was like, yeah, we think he's in this area. They found him. They called local fucking law enforcement. 
And the law enforcement wanted nothing to fucking do with it. So they sent a cop out and the cop was a dick. They were like, y'all need to get out of here. You can't be a part of this, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, well, he's been in there long enough. Like, you know, we'll deal with it when we can, yada, yada. Right. And eventually was purpose. They up. were like, we're just going to fucking deal with it. If you're not going to, we will. And the cops were like being dickheads. Like they wanted nothing to do with this. And meanwhile, this family knows now that their son is at the bottom of this fucking lake. Right. They're a hot mess. And these cops are just like, fuck you. Like we want nothing to do with it. Like be for real. Fuck cops. A cab. 1312. All day. That's fried. Yeah. They just want nothing to do with it because they didn't want to get shit from, so from you know, news and whatnot of them doing a shitty job, mm -hmm. you know. But then they're the first ones that put it on the news like, oh, yeah, local law enforcement pulled this fucking right. Be fucking for real. Yeah. Be for real. It pisses me off so fucking bad. They were the biggest douchebags. Like, watching that video made me fucking piss How off. How long are, generally are those videos? Um, depending on what the, I guess, like status is. So it's mm -hmm. like, if they're actually finding a body, it can be upwards like 45 minutes to, you know, an hour. Okay. okay. But a lot of the times, like the searching ones where they're like, we didn't really make too much progress today. They could be anywhere from like 20, 30 minutes. Right. Right. But I will say they post a lot of videos too about like just clips from like their live streams that they do. Mm -hmm. So those can be a couple hours long, but it's like, here's what we, you know, kind of worked on today, yada, yada. What inspired, did something happen that inspired them to want to pursue this? Like, did something happen to one of them? No, it where... was honestly the fact that they found those two bodies on accident. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were trying to just clean up cars out of the waterways. Yeah. And they found these two bodies and they're like, well, well, shit. Apparently, if we're going to keep diving on fucking cars that we're trying to clean, we might find bodies. We may as well, you know, capitalize right, on right, it. Right, <laughs> But... I will say they've done a lot of good for the community. Um, but yeah, so that Nicholas Allen one really pissed me off because like I said, they were fucking douchebags, like absolute douchebags. If I remember correctly, they had said, like the mom had said, um, Nicholas like went to bed that night and when she woke up for work the next morning, her car was missing. So she record or she reported like one, her son missing and two, her car is missing. So they're like, we don't know what happened. Like, did he just take off? Did he run away? And the cops were like, yeah, yeah, right. probably, probably. Probably. So then mom's like, well, find my fucking son and find my goddamn car. Right. <laughs> and the cops were like, meh, meh, we'll get to it. Be fucking for real. Oh, it pisses me off so bad. Fucking but then when they finally found him and Adventures with Purpose was like, we're going to offer you our services. Do you want us to hook the car up? We know exactly where it's at. We know exactly how it's sitting on the sediment mm -hmm. of, you know, the lake. We know how to get to it the best. The cops were like, you guys can't be a part of this. So they made them. They couldn't even be on the property while this was all happening. So they filmed the rest of the video from a fucking bridge like a mile away. And That's it so fried. Them, it took them all fucking day to get this car out of. They're the like, lake. we could have had this out in 10 minutes. Like Literally. Like, granted, I will say the way that the car ended up in the river, it was like somehow it went through. It had to have gone through perfectly to get through like the... There was like a sidewalk and like a bunch of trees and shit. So it was like more of like a walk down type of deal. Right. But it was like, how'd the car get down there? It had to have been some sort of like fuck shit. Um, I think there might have been like a little trail where you could have like a maintenance vehicle could have gone. I don't know. But I don't, I don't know. All that matters is the fact that what the fuck? Y'all know where this fucking kid is and you're not going to pull him out and you're going to deny our services. We don't get paid for this. We don't do it. 
the fucking cops were like, we have our own dive team. Oh, yeah. They do we such a great own. job. And then you know what fucking is so annoying? Because now I'm remembering this video more. Um, so annoying. The dive team gets there. And Adventures with Purpose was like, let's say hi to them. Like, let's tell them, like, if you need anything, like, we got you. So they go to say hi to this dive team. And they're like, hey, if you guys need anything, let us know. We'll help. We know exactly where it's at. It's buoyed. Whatever. <clears throat> the entire dive team just walks past them. Just doesn't listen. Doesn't care. No hi. How you doing? None of it. Walks straight past them. Like, this entire fucking team. Where, now, where, where did this happen? So... The Charlotte Observer actually put out a whole thing about it. But um, so like we said in that video, these fucking cops were just douchebags. Absolute fucking douchebags. But they put out an article that says, uh, Deputy was rude to family of missing teen after the body was found. So it was uh, in North Carolina. So the North Carolina sheriff apologized. That's like giving thoughts and prayers. What is your fucking apology doing? You could have just not been a dick. Right. That simple. That would have been literally the key to having a successful retreat. And you, you, and you would think with the, the climate that America's currently in that they would want the better publicity. Mm. Mm. Interesting, right? Yeah. So this, uh, this article is actually quite interesting so far. So a 50 minute. So you said minute... this was in North Carolina? Correct. So, a 50-minute video on YouTube detailing an out-of-state dive team search for missing 17-year-old. Uh, yeah, so he was 17. Uh, in North Carolina, sparked backlash against local law enforcement whose viewers said that they were rude, condescending, and heartless. Now the sheriff's office is apologizing. Oregon-based divers Adventures with Purpose discovered the car and the body of Nicholas Allen on October 1st after the family asked for their help. According to the Davidson County Sheriff's Office, the team immediately contacted the Sheriff's Office after making the discovery. And this is in quotes right here. The response from the investigator with the Davidson County Sheriff's Office was not empathetic or kind to the family of Nick and also was not welcoming or appreciative to Adventures with Purpose. And this was via Sheriff Richie Simmons. Um, then another air quote. <laughs> Please know that the interaction that you had with the investigator does not represent how we train our officers, and his actions are not in accordance with our expectations. Hmm. So Nicholas Allen was reported missing on February 20th from his home in Linwood, about 50 minutes northeast of Charlotte. So, yeah, teenager was believed to be driving a black Dodge Journey, which was his mother's. They spent several days, or at least they say, they spent several days searching for the car by helicopter. The family eventually turned to Adventures with Purpose for help in May, Diver Jared Lysak said on Facebook. So Adventures with Purpose is a dive team and a film crew that recovered cars, treasure, and garbage. <laughs> Me. And bodies from water across the United States. Oh, that's the and. Like, yeah, right? Like, that just goes to show that, like, North Carolina has not got their shit together. No, not that at all. That should be your top priority. Right. Uh, so, yeah, like, it was a whole thing. So he, he was found... Eight months after he went missing. So the family just sat there for eight months. One, not having a car. And two, not having their fucking son and having absolutely no answers. Like, what the fuck, dude? That's bullshit. That's fried. Mm -hmm. Taxpayer money. What does it go to? Apparently fucking nothing. Apparently assholes. 
But it was like, oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, like, I had no idea that this page even with that it was even a thing until yeah. you mentioned it. It's crazy. Adventures with Purpose and law enforcement then spent. Uh, they spent the next several hours at odds over whether a tow truck could be brought in to bring the vehicle up, if an additional dive team was needed, and whether there was a body inside. They literally saw the body. So then Lysak actually like clapped back and he was like, we cannot play this game of like him not being in the car. He is in that fucking car. And then he followed it up with, this is starting to upset me at this point and it's upsetting the family. Like it's upsetting everybody. So a local volunteer dive team was eventually brought in and the car was pulled from the river. Where his body was found. <gasps> oh, weird. Crazy. Weird. Yeah, so it was it was crazy. That one pissed me the fuck off. But yeah, so it took them hours to get this fucking car out when they knew damn well there was a fucking body in it. It was confirmed there was a body in it. But how are you going to call in a volunteer dive team when you've got one? Right, who knows what they're doing. <laughs> you've got one right here that has found 20-something people before they even found this kid. And what's funny is that it took Adventures with Purpose... Less than a month to find this kid since they were contacted. He was gone for eight months, dude. So with that being said, let's run through this controversy real quick. All right, let's hear the tea. This will kind of like cap it off. But so first of all, trigger warning. Uh, it's a rough one. It includes sexual assault. So if you don't want to listen to that, I love you. Come back in like five minutes. When we're signing off. Or just like, don't. I don't know. Right. Love you. So the controversy at hand, right? So Jared Lysak, um, like I said, he's kind of handled these cases very professionally. He does have like a decorum about him where like you can tell he cares. But I don't know him personally and I don't know what he was like when he was younger. Okay. Right. So in October of 2022. So this is quite recent. Yeah. Not... Quite, that's when Anton went to jail. Coincidence? I think not. I think the fuck not. So October of 2022, the team had six members at that time, right? So I thought it was five. It was six. The following month, Jared Lysak was accused of raping a nine-year-old child when he was 16 or 17 years old. Turns out this child, this nine-year-old, was his cousin. Jesus Christ. This happened in Utah in 1992. So... I'm going to say something that a lot of people might not like, and that's okay. But, like, I am a believer that people can change. This is monstrous, though. So it's like, although I think he might be a little bit more professional now, maybe he has been like, oh, fuck, I don't want to ever get in trouble. Like, I'm doing a, I'm doing really good in life. You know, I'm making a lot of money off of this page. I'm helping a lot of families. Right. You know, maybe there was a change of heart in there where he's like, that was the biggest mistake I've ever made. I don't know that. I don't know Jared. But like, that's a big thing. That's fucked up. So it's like, I feel so conflicted when it comes to shit like that because it's like, he portrays a really great person mm-hmm. on the internet. And he might be a shitbag in real life. But has he changed or has he learned? I don't know. Right. And also, like I said, don't know him. So it's like, I don't know anything about the situation. Is he still part of... Could it be some sort of shit like, I see you're doing good now. 
right let me fuck that up right right or it's like i don't want to victim blame here or anything and i don't want to like be on his side but it's like i don't know we don't know we were not there i wasn't even born yet tbh so it's like it's a weird case of like is it coincidental that it's happening right now that we recall that like right now or what like i don't it's weird but it was like really gross so is he still a part of it now or has it kind we're of... getting there okay but what i said earlier was like how the team handled it they handled it like mm. chef's mm-hmm. kissy so when this all kind of surfaced uh so following the allegations several members including doug bishop their most like prized possession um they also had a diver named nick Rin. And their lead videographer, which is the reason that we see these videos, they all left. They said, fuck this shit, we're out. Following the allegations as well, Doug, Doug Bishop, he ended up making a whole YouTube video about it. And it was like on Twitter and shit too. Mm-hmm. But he addressed all of this and was like, I don't, I don't condone any of the shit. So he's like, I love what we do and I love helping bring these you know, people back to their families. Right. But I cannot support a person that has whatever demons going on. It does get a little sticky in a second, though. But, like, I love the way that he handled it. I love the way that he handled it. I love Doug. Doug, you can tell that he is just, like, the sweetest. Mm-hmm. He is such a kind soul. But, like, honestly, and, like, no tea, no shade, because I love this fucking channel. I will watch this. I wish they would make it into a fucking TV show, TVH. Like, I would watch the fuck out of it. But... I love this channel. Jared kind of looks like he has crazy behind his eyes. Like, yeah. Like, when he looks at, like, the camera, you're like, mm. you can I feel tell like there's not everything, off. like, yeah. not everything is there. Like, when I look at you. <laughs> uh, I don't know if relating me to that is a good idea, but okay. I... I'm just saying, not everything is there. Oh, yeah, no. This, yeah, no, I'm not calling not you a... a predator. Okay, thank you. Cause... I'm not calling... Yeah, Josh is not a predator that I know of. I've never done anything predatory in my life. That's good. Except, you except for not you are literally out. a shitbag. Like, I cannot stand you. But you are a pretty good person. Like, I feel like you have good intentions, but you execute them terribly. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what I mean by, like, when I look at him is, like, he's got... There's nothing going on up there. He... Has CTE for sure. Just, he said that I can have his just, brain when he dies, though. It's just goop. It's just slop. Yep. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So all these people left the team. Um, but on January fifth of twenty twenty three, Lysak was booked in San Pete, Utah. So jailed, which is like okay, period. But the confusing part is. As far as I've seen in my research that I've done, the case was dropped and Jared was released. And then he returned to the team. So the team's all together? So January 7th of 2023, the group announced that they were going on a three-month tour with the team. So they did have new divers and more filmmakers with them. But Jared joined. So Jared actually was part of finding that most recent one jacob van's aunt he was the one that looked at the sonar and was like tell me that's not what i think it is right and it was so it's like very conflicting because like they're really good at what they do and i love what they're doing and like this case happened like 30 years ago too so it's like i don't know but i will say 
Utah has no statute of limitation when it comes to sexual assault cases. So that's why it was dealt with in the way that it was 30 years later. Right, right. Yeah. So that's cool, at least. Utah's Utah's a real one for that. They're a real one. For they that. weren't letting anyone off the hook. They said, we need this addressed now. So, yeah, it was very conflicting. So I'm conflicted because I love what they do, but like, it's still having that looming over one of like these people that you look up to, like, you're doing amazing. Kind of Thank wondered. you. Not you. Fuck. I was looking through you, not at you. The fuck? Ew. <laughs> no, but yeah. So it's like really conflicting. Tell me more. <laughs> I hate you. Oh. I know. What a bummer, right? Darn. I literally was like, Josh, do you want to be on this podcast as a joke? And now look. Now I'm, I'm here. I'm the, the magistrate of beef. I'm the longest co-host now. You are, which is fucking shocking. Me and Anton started this podcast in 2021. I mean, how many episodes? You have, have been, I been in on, most I've, of them. I've been on, I, th- I think I've been on at least. We just did least, the math the other day. I think I've been it. At this point, it's probably 20 episodes now that I've been on. We've put in some real work. So for that. I got you. Period. That's one thing you have been consistent on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can't say the same for everything else in your life. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Do you want me to really elaborate on the podcast? Yeah, I'll take that silence as a no. I'm only I'm consistent with that. It's just varied consistency. <laughs> Emphasis on varied consistency. Yeah, no, for sure. I cannot. Yeah. So, anyways, this whole thing is like weird and like I don't know. It's so conflicting. Like, I don't want to go into any sort of water either because like what the fuck's in there yeah that's yeah if i can't see my feet or the bottom i'm not doing it because it's just sketchy to me yeah like it's literally just brown it's literally just space but we can walk in it dude you know what i heard the other day Hmm. so someone was asking about comparing like how much of this like how much of space we have like explored versus how many of like the ocean we've explored and the amount of ocean that we've explored if you were to equate that into space it's like a 12 ounce cup of water that's how much we've explored of space that's fucked up (laughs) that's fucked up so to think that we're here alone is like a whole nother delusional. pod. Right, right. Absolutely fucking there's, delusional. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way it's just us. There's no way that this rock was like, you know what? This is the best rock. We're going to give them all of our creatures, good and bad and sketchy. What was the name? You said that there was a photo you were going to show me. Mm, of the... Um, yeah. I, I want to see this while we're live on podcast. It is so sad. Ah, here. That's what it looks like. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's alarming. Like, that's I can only sucks. imagine you're swimming up to that. That's got to be like... That's like... I feel like swimming up to that to hook up that vehicle, seeing something like that is... That's genuine fear. You know? Yeah. And it was like... It was more than 13 feet down. <sighs> But like, yeah, they in the video too, when they go down like the buoy that's attached, um, they like look over because the water's kind of murky, but they look over and they just see it and, and they like visibly like jumped. Obviously, then they're in the water, but they're like, ah, right. Like, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen. That's so alarming. 
I could never do what they do. No way. I'm a Pisces. I can't. Oh, Jesus too, Christ. To, I'm this, too emo. Not this fucking shit again. You know what I found out? Oh, no. A lot of my family members are Aquariuses, and I can't stand it. I'm, like, surrounded by Aquariuses. <clears throat> you, Dan, Gigi, my dad. New guy? No. He's a Taurus. Thank God. Like I a Ford Taurus? I love Tauruses. I'm going to pick the type of Taurus that he is. Hold on. <laughs> that's fucked up don't do my taurus like that he just messaged me he asked me if we wanted to go strawberry picking i'm like i've never had somebody ask me such cute shit i'm trying not to throw up right now <laughs> what do you hate to see me happy <laughs> exactly yes bring back the, the bring the back the doom and gloom right well, this entire episode was doom and gloom, so. That's fair. So anyways, that was today's episode. Do you have anything you want to add to that? Well, that was miserable and just filled with young teens and old people just dying, very being gloomy. capsized underwater. Mm-hmm. Very gloomy. Thankfully, there are people who decided to, you know, pursue finding these people. Yeah, because honestly, who would? Like, they really were like pioneers of this shit. Oh, 100%. Because I will say there are some other groups that do this. Um, There is, what's his name? Something Jig, I think. I don't know. But he's also a diver and he does stuff like this, but not nearly on the scale. Right. Not the same scale. So they do collaborate sometimes with like other divers, but they're primarily like the ones. They are the pioneers for the shit. I will say they capitalized. Shout out. Keep up the good work. Oh, I want to show you a picture of Jared, though, so you could see that there's, like, no thought behind those eyes. But, like, yeah, you can just tell that there's, like, no thought behind these eyes. Ooh. Ooh. But, like, I'm going to show you Doug just for, like, good measure because he's so sweet looking. He's just, like, he's a guy. He has those eyes like he did something that changed him. Like, that's Doug. We love Doug. What a guy. We love Doug. He reminds me yeah, of like, that, this kid, Alex. That other guy looks like he's done something that changed him permanently. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so maybe that was that. Oh, I need Guilty sh- by appearance. I need, I need to shower. <laughs> so, any hoosers, that was today's episode. And it was doom and gloom. Very doomy and gloomy. But if you are not following them... Make your own decision, obviously, because of that situation. It kind of sucks. But I do suggest, like, taking a peek at it at the very least. Because it is interesting. But it is very heartbreaking, I will say. Watch the Jacob Van Zandt one. That one hurt. That one hit different. Yeah. Because he was trying to escape. Damn shame. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace to all of those people that we mentioned earlier. Um you know, there's so many more to find. There's so many more. Because, I mean, <clears throat> when they found that Todd Domino dude that I was talking about, it was in that place that I was telling you about earlier where, like, there was that parking lot where they fucking... Yeah. Yeah. So there were, like, 43 cars down there or more. Just so happened that one of them was Todd's. But his was a separate case. So his didn't go in there because of that, like, right, flash flood. Right. But he went in there a different way. 
But yeah, so give them a, give them, just check them out, you know, check them out. We love Doug Bishop. Doug, if you're listening, I love you. Shout out, Doug. Shout out, Doug. Sounds like a real stand-up guy. uh, No comment on Jared. uh, One of their fucking videographers is so fine, though, and I forget his name. But like, hey, hey, don't tell me Taurus. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, we're going to take off. Do you want to sign us off since I signed us in? I mean, I signed us off last time, but you know, I will this time. You're really good at it. Since I'm in charge of, and I want to drink my ginger ale. Oh yeah, ginger ale. I'm thirsty. So, if you have any sketchy stories, or would like to be on the podcast, or if you just want to kiss, or if you just want to kiss from Chelsea, who will then make you allergic to water and make you break out knives. Mm. Um, mm. <laughs> so good, tasty. <laughs> mm. <laughs> You can send us an email at sketchfestpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to remain anonymous, make sure you state that. Because if not, we're putting you out there. And definitely if you have some goofy-ass email, we're blasting you. So jot that down. Um, don't forget, you can follow us on Spotify at Sketchfest Podcast. And I highly suggest it, too. Mm-hmm. We do an episode every Monday. Every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard. So that would be 11 a.m. I do want to add a little input. Um, oh? I am working on getting us on Apple. I'm working nice. on it. I'm glad you brought that up because I had a couple people who were asking about that. So many people asked me about it, and I'm like, I'm working on it. You have to jump through a lot of hoops for the Apple. Yeah. Uh-huh. Spotify was quite quick. If if fucking, if SoundCloud rappers can move to Spotify, we can go to Spotify. I will say it is a lot different, though, um, on Spotify, putting music versus podcasts, because you have to go through a whole separate thing. I was like, going to say, because I know for music, you can do stuff like DistroKid yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, DistroKid. I actually bought DistroKid because I was like, hell yeah, we can do that, right? No. So we had to go through RSS feeds. And they've been really straightforward. So I'm like yeah. really happy about that. So Apple Podcasts, really we're working on it. We'll get you there. We are both iPhone people ourselves. Yes. So, And if you want to sponsor us for literally anything, hit me the fuck up. I don't right. care if it's even a blanket. Like, let me have it. <laughs> yeah. You can find us on all social media at Sketchfest Podcast. And by all social media, I mean Facebook, Instagram. Um, we do have a Patreon as well. I think we forgot Patreon last time. We do, but if you want to see Josh's toes, they're on. See my little toesies. Your little tutsums. Your little tingers. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have a, a nice pick of uh, Goose's empty ball sack. Or I could just put the picture of his nuts on there because I have those. In That's a jar. true. In a jar. Go off, Queen. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we have a Patreon, and we also have a um Discord. We don't really use it as much anymore, but like. If y'all want to join it, then we can. It can pop off once Anton gets back. He's a yeah. He's a Discord kid. Anton should be back with that goat soon enough. Yeah, watch him come back empty-handed. <laughs> he better at least come back with the milk. He won't. We all know this. Yeah. Um, also, like we that. have a TikTok, but we don't really post anything yet. So we we're are working on it. Yeah, we're working on finding a. Uh, uh, we're, we're we're testing a few different setups we're working on a new location or home base for the podcast as well as getting some video involved so we can do tiktoks reels that kind of stuff get some more promotion out there um it is all in the works it's just a process we both work there's a lot that goes into having a podcast 
Yeah, and we both work full time jobs and have our own life, and you're a single parent, so <laughs> it uh double homicide. It, uh, well, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, to, we're busy. We're yeah. busy folks, but I will say I'm very glad that we have our weekends. On. Absolutely, it just that is the only on way it would have made it work. Honestly, but we're making it work, so we we're are. we're gonna bring. Where there's a will, there's a way. And By the end of the year, it. we'll be in a different... We'll be in a different location. We'll have Anton back. We will probably be... I would say by the first of the year would be the very latest that we'll have video going. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so stay that's tuned all on the way. Where we're coming to bring you good content. And we're coming in hot. Yep. So We're not pulling out. I can't take birth control. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't take it. My doctor uh, looked me dead in my face and was like, are you on birth control? And I'm like, no. He's like, good. I'm like, what, I've well, never had a doctor tell me that. I've right. never had a doctor tell me that. He's like, you'll get a blood clot and die. And I'm like, oh, we love that you're like very direct, but also you're scaring me. Right. Dr. Ignat help. I love him. We also have a buy me a coffee. Buy me a coffee if you want to kiss. <laughs> So I have an all, espresso machine, but all any donations is always appreciated, and it all goes right back into the podcast. So we can do equipment, new setup, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yep, literally, you would be donating to get the best experience out of us, right? Because we don't we're do doing our from, thing, right? We're doing this out of pure enjoyment. Yes, this is not, a good hobby. Yeah, my therapist is, said that this is a very good outlet. Oh, look at you! I just said, don't listen to it. <laughs> Because <laughs> yes, it is an outlet, but you're not gonna love. You said we're gonna matter. need four sessions a week now. I can't afford her anymore. Yeah, I got new insurance. That's fair. So, this yeah, is the best we're time. just we're <laughs> just here to bring you guys the best content. So we're not. Yes. we are not looking. We're not fucking around. We're not paying our bills with it because like we have full time jobs. Right. We pay our bills. My bills are paid. Mm-hmm. I pay my bills. My bills are paid. Fucking Tammy. Um, on that note, you can find our find us at our personal Instagrams. Um, yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, um, Josh is xblkgardenx on and, Instagram, and Chelsea is trash underscore cat with two T's. Two T's. So follow us on Instagram. Don't forget Sketchfest podcast. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And that's talk shit. That's that. Honestly, if you leave us a hate comment, we're putting it on a shirt. So if you want to leave one, I suggest doing it now. Right. Yeah. You you ever wanted to be put on a t-shirt? Mm-hmm. Here's your time. You know what? I'll even, I'll one-up you. You leave us a hate comment. We put it on a shirt. I send it to you. Pro bono. There you go. Incentive. But you, you got to follow us. Even right. if you hate us, follow us. Right. That's exactly. The only, that's the only kicker. So make it juicy. I want to hear that my ass has no crack. Because it don't. <laughs> It's just smooth all the way across. Smooth back. <laughs> You're smooth brained and I'm smooth there back. There you go. Hey. Anyhow, but um, um, fuck it, we ball. So yeah. that's that. We love you and um, drink water. Yep. And we'll catch you next time. And make sure you pee after sex. Always. Please, for the love of God. You don't want a UTI. Also. Or BV. You also take a shower after sex as well. Because nobody, yeah. There's no. a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Lot and going shower, on. or at least be clean before. Wash your hands, for the love of God. Please. People, before you have sex, wash your hands beforehand. <laughs> That's so fucking Especially gross. if your fingernails are funky. Ugh. Yeah. I can't do it. All right. Love Thank y'all. You. Fuck you. <laughs>